Thanks so much for joining us on Cranford Radio. Today, I am at St. Michael's School at the corner of Milne and Alden Streets in Cranford. And this is Catholic Schools Week. And that means we're going to be talking about St. Michael's School. I'm joined by the principal of St. Michael's School, Sandy Marigliata, as well as four students who we'll introduce to you shortly. But why don't we start off with you, Mrs. Marigliata. Tell us a bit about St. Michael. For those who aren't familiar with it, perhaps they just pass as they go by the corner of Alden and Milne. Tell us a bit about the school. You recently celebrated your 90th anniversary, I believe. Uh, This year is our 91st anniversary, and I've been here for 16 years, and have I seen it grow. Basically, we have wonderful students and excellent dedicated teachers who, for the most part, they stay. The retention of the teachers is excellent, and they give the students a uh, nurturing environment. For someone who hasn't gone to a Catholic school, tell me what makes a Catholic school or a St. Michael school education different from what they would find in a public school. Academically, I feel that we are equal, if not superior, to the public school. And I think that many families sending their students here send them because of the faith factor. Here we can talk about God, we can worship God, and it's not taboo. So basically, that's why people send their children here, because we here are a faith-based education. Now, speaking of faith, is a student required to be Catholic to attend St. Michael? We do not discriminate against anyone who is non-Catholic. Non-Catholics are accepted, and they treat religion just as they would any other subject, such as science, social studies, or math. As I mentioned at the opening, we are joined by four students at St. Michael's School. They are all eighth graders, which is the top grade at St. Michael's School before they go on to their high school education. I'm going to hopefully pronounce their names correctly. I'm joined by Jeffrey Quintanilla, Isabella Peralta, Josh Hunsiger, and Christopher Sarasco. Hopefully I didn't mess up your names too badly. Jeffrey, why don't we start with you? Tell me a bit about your experience. I believe you came here as a second grader. Yes. I came from a Catholic school already, but St. Michael's school is better because there's more classroom, more kids, and, like, more friends to have. And it was really nice because in second grade you're young, so you talk to many kids and, like, have many friendships. So it was nice to have a lot of kids. Isabella, you're in eighth grade, so you're going to be looking to graduate come June and go off to uh, wherever high school may be for you. You've been in Catholic school from, I believe, either kindergarten or pre-K. So tell me a bit about what you're looking forward to as you graduate. As I graduate, I hope that I find a high school that is similar to St. Michael's, like a family-like environment. Since we've been here since we were very little, we're very close and it makes you feel safe together. I feel that St. Michael has prepared me for high school as much as I could be, and I'm very excited. Josh, let me ask you a question. I may be catching you a little off guard with this question, but looking back over the years that you've been a student here at St. Michael, what are some of the things, what are some of the memories that stand out for you as far as your time at St. Michael? Well, I'd have to say my entire third grade year I was upstairs in Mrs. Krakow's class, and my mom actually had her as a teacher, and it was a very interesting year. I put crayons on the radiator, and they're still there today. 
I think that's the most memorable moment of my entire time here. So we can say you've literally left your mark at St. Michael? Yep. Christopher, it varies for every person, but at your age, uh, have you thought about what you'd like to do for a career at this point? Have you uh, been giving some thought to, even after high school, what you would like to do once you're finished with your K-12 through education? I'd say I've thought about it, definitely, but I'm definitely not committed to anything as well. I feel like St. Michael School has prepared me, not only academically, but socially, spiritually, and uh, showed me how to really take on the real world. As I continue into my high school years, I will definitely be putting more thought into that, but right now, I'm not sure. I I know what I prefer over, uh, say, subjects, but uh, I'm really not sure. Going back to uh, you, Sandy, talking a little bit about the school. After students graduate, students like these, and they go on to their high school education, where do they typically go? Is it a, a split of, say, going to another Catholic school, such as Union Catholic or Roselle Catholic, or the public school system, such as Cranford High School? Actually, the highest percentage do go on to Catholic schools. We do send many to Cranford High Union Catholic, St. Peter's Prep, Mother Seton. As a matter of fact, Christopher just now received the Sheehan Scholarship at St. Peter's Prep, and he's got a full ride. And Josh, too, got quite a large sum of money, and Isabella, and even Jeffrey. They all got money (laughs) from the schools that they applied to. That's how bright they are. 86% of my 8th graders, when they took their HSPT this November, scored in the average to above average range, which is excellent. Talking about financial support for students who are attending here, and obviously you have to pay tuition to go to a, a private school, is there financial support that's available for students that need that? Yes, they can get support from the scholarship for inner city children, And also the St. Michael Parish Scholarship is available to anyone who requests. And obviously, again, being a private school and having to raise money, there are things other than just tuition that bring in funding for the school. What are some of the events that either have happened in the past or are going to be coming up in the future that folks should know about that they can go to to help support St. Michael? The uh, St. Michael School Homeschool Association ladies put together a number of events, some profitable, some just for fun, such as uh, Breakfast with Santa. But one of our most lucrative events is the Feast of St. Michael, which happens at the uh, end of September, early October every year, where we celebrate our patron saint with fun games and a wonderful family atmosphere for four full days. And coming up in May, the uh, Homeschool Association is prepping for their designer bag bingo which raises quite a bit of funding. For people who are listening to this, and perhaps even for these four students who are sitting with us today, I want to hear a little bit about your story. Tell me a bit about where you grew up and your education and how you became principal of St. Michael. Well, my story is very simple. I've been in Catholic school since I'm five. I started in kindergarten and elementary school, high school, college, and grad, all in Catholic schools. Originally, I wasn't in the education field. I was pre-law. But I must say that pre-law did come in handy in my position here. How long have you been at St. Michael, did you say? I've been at St. Michael's for 16 years. This is, I think, my 35th or 36th year in education. 
And I assume you started out as a teacher, right? I most certainly did. What did you teach? Reading and English. When I was um, teaching my first year, I taught everything, fourth grade. And my principal asked me the next year, could I move to the seventh grade? And I asked, well, what, what do I have to teach? And she said, well, science and reading. And I said, well, science would be quite the stretch because fourth grade, you learn about volcanoes. I had enough about science that one year. And so fortunately, I didn't have to teach science. But for about 17 years, I did teach reading and English, and I loved every minute of it. When I was growing up here in Cranford, I had a number of friends who attended St. Michael's School. And at the time, there were a number of nuns who taught here. Are there still nuns that are actively teaching at St. Michael? Not here at St. Michael's. And when I came here, there were no sisters. The building next door, I believe, used to be their convent. And I think they left in the early 80s or late 70s. But prior to that, the sisters who were here were the Benedictines. I don't know much about their order because I grew up with the Sisters of Charity. If I recall correctly, Benedictine Academy was in Elizabeth. I'm not sure if it's still there. Yes, it is. It's still there, and it's growing. They have an, a very healthy enrollment. Well, let's turn it back now to the students and talk a little bit about some of the activities that they're involved with. Why don't we start with you, Isabella, talking a bit about STEM. And I think a lot of people know what STEM is, but for those who don't know what that acronym stands for, tell me what it is and some of the things that you're doing with that at St. Michael's School. This Catholic Schools Week on Tuesday was STEM Day, Science, Technology, Engineering, and Math. So the eighth grade students separated into groups and worked on projects with the kids. My group, we were coding robots and we built mazes for the robots to go through. And we showed the kids how it was done and the code. Other groups did fractals, building shapes, chromatography, and we worked with the kids and showed them how it was done. Let's talk about another subject, and in this case we're going to talk to Christopher, talking a little bit about Immigration Day. What was Immigration Day, and what did you do for that? Today, Thursday, is Immigration Day. So for the past, I'd say, month or so, the 6th, 7th, and 8th grade have been working on we were split into groups, and we were each assigned a country of South America. This is through our Spanish class. We had to make a presentation with a poster board and present to the younger grade children and, I'd say, tutor them about each country. And also, later in the day, where each student was told to bring one type of food from their culture. So, say, I'm Italian, so I brought Italian cookies and we're going to present to the younger children in the afternoon, and the whole afternoon will be dedicated to this immigration project. Jeffrey, one of your strong subjects was one of my favorite subjects when I was a student, geography. You recently uh, took a test regarding geography. Tell us a bit about that. So on Monday, we did the school-wide geography bee with everyone who qualified from their respective classrooms. And then I was supposed to be, I was an alternate because I got a few questions wrong before <laughs> And then, so, I got put in last minute, and then we answered the questions, you know, it just went along, and then I won. And so then today, Thursday, I took the test to qualify for the state level, and then I took the test, and then I could go on to the state level, and then from the state level, if I qualify, I'd be able to go to nationals in Washington, D.C. Sounds exciting. And Josh, let's wrap it up with you talking a bit about a pin ceremony. What is the pin ceremony? Okay, so at the beginning of Catholic Schools Week, 
we started off with the pin ceremony, and it's basically the beginning of the end for the 8th graders. We get the pins every year, and ours says 2020, and it's a little dangly thing. And it's a whole ceremony. The priest blesses candles that we have, and he blesses the pins. And it's a nice way to start off the week. It really helps us, brings in the spirituality of the, and the faith of the week, Catholic Schools Week. And finally, I want to ask you, Sandy, for someone who wants more information about St. Michael's School, perhaps they want to uh, look at having their child attend here, how would they get more information? People can always look to our website, smscranford.com, or they can call us here in the office, 908-276-9425. Well, thank you all so much for spending a little bit of Catholic Schools Week with Cranford Radio. And hopefully, again, if anyone has further information about St. Michael that they want to find out about, they can also click on the show notes where we'll have a link to the school's website. But thanks again, everyone.